This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. And this show is about reviews, interviews, and my daily views. It's a story podcast about my life in Calgary, whatever, whenever. The show drops every Tuesday. Follow me on Instagram at Valerie J. Moss, Pinterest at VJ Moss, and Facebook at Valerie's Variety Pod. Today's show is titled, I'm a Daughter Without a Mother. Enjoy the episode. personal journey into motherhood. I thought with Mother's Day coming up that this would be a good time to share a personal story about my life and my mother. Um, Today's episode is about being a daughter to a father. When I was six months old and my sister was two and a half, our parents got a divorce. They were married young, and life was a mix-mash of selfish teenagerhood, young adult life, neither being sure-footed, embracing the fact that change is inevitable, resulting in them, my two parents, going their separate ways. We, my sister and I, lived with my dad, full-time. I saw my mom sometimes growing up, but not many times. We didn't see her regularly at Christmas or special occasions. We saw her sometimes at my Auntie Kathy's house, her sister's. This was my life. Saw her sometimes. When I met my husband about 20 years ago, he asked me how many times in my life had I seen my mom? I said maybe a few dozen times. I was 23 years old when he asked me this question. When I would see her mostly, it was good. She's connected and engaged in the moment. I think I spent only one Christmas with her at her house with her husband. Probably the best times I have with her is since I've been an adult. When we are sewing and quilting and retreating together, she loves to come. We stay up all night visiting, sharing even the same bed. I taught her how to quilt. She taught me how to stitch. The challenging part about this is that you need to reach out to her like over a dozen times to actually get a response. This can be by call, voicemail, text, email, etc., etc., Finally, she'd respond. This went on for about seven years or so. Connecting was awesome. Being with my mom was awesome. Trying to get this to work was always on me. I initiated it all and still do. Then, nothing for the last two or three years. Nada. Recently, I was caught again by my emotions. Shame on me. It had been about two years or so since I've spoken to my mom. 
I've reached out, sent videos of my daughter, text, email, calls, nada. She doesn't respond. For my 40th birthday, my husband invited her to my party. No response. My auntie was coming to my party, so she reached out to my mom and said, hey, I'll pick you up on the way. No response. I phone and sing her happy birthday on voicemail, wish her Merry Christmas, all of it. No response. This starts to weigh on a girl, you know. So finally, I get fed up and frustrated and sad. So I stop reaching out. But then I feel guilty and the cycle starts all over again. How was I caught, you asked? I fell for it. I let my emotions get to me. I got excited. Because guess what? She texted me back. Yep, the first time in years. So I was excited. I sent her a note back immediately, thanking her for her response. I thought to acknowledge her would be a good step. I had asked if we could meet in Red Deer for lunch. This is approximately the same distance driving for both of us. She responded again. Here's the text conversation. So it starts out me asking her if she's available to meet in Red Deer. And then she responds and then we um, go back and forth. And I couldn't on the Saturday, but I could on the Sunday. So I say, hi, mom. We can't tomorrow, but maybe Sunday. Thanks for responding to my text. I just love that you responded. That was March 15th. March 17th. Sorry, Sunday's no good. How about March 30th or 31st? I'm going to PJ party next weekend. I say, okay, yeah, maybe March 30th weekend. PJ party sounds fun. Who are you going with? Her sisters. Oh, that's so fun. Have a great time. So again, March 17th. March 23rd, five days later. Hi, Mom. Hope you had fun this weekend. We can meet you and Dougie next Sunday for late lunch or dinner if this still works. It might just be Bugs and I due to Jeff in the midst of tax season. But if he can come, he'll be there. Let me know. Such a nice birthday present to see you. So that was March 23rd. March 28th. So I don't hear back from her for five days. Hi there. We've made other plans on Sundays I didn't hear back from you. Maybe we can try again another time. No response. My birthday is March 29th, and I sent that to her the first time on March 23rd, and again I followed up on March 28th, and no response still to this day. So she never texted me for my birthday. I've been surrounded by aunties growing up, especially my mom's sister. Her and my dad remained friends after my mom and dad split. Plus, they were both from the same small Alberta town, so everyone goes home for Christmas. My dad always wanted us to keep connected to our roots. This auntie was my everything growing up. I've told you about a bit about her in previous episodes at Christmas. She's the one with the last minute gifts saved up for when I arrive. So we sew all night, then wrap gifts to place under the tree. 
She's so funny. Like, I mean, lose your drink in your mouth, spit and choke on your giggles funny. She's full of wit and stories. The other night, we talked for four hours, from 10 p.m. until 2 a.m. She's that person in my life. I can talk and tell her about everything. She would be the one who influenced my mothering skills. From watching and changing her kids' diapers, feeding them, bathing them, being together with Auntie and the kids, that was me. I loved it. It was like I had sisters with her three kids that I could help cherish and nourish and play with. Auntie Kathy would braid my hair. We'd stay up late playing video games and laughing. So when you think of Mother's Day, who comes to mind? If you have an amazing mom, you're one of the lucky ones. Many of us have different people that create this image for us. Could be a close friend, like my sweet friend Allison, who I adore. It could be a girlfriend that you had your babies with. Diane, I couldn't have gotten through those early years without you. For me, growing up with my dad, day in and day out, he did everything he could. He went to school and worked when we were young, a lot. This man's life was heavy with decisions, being a single dad, money was tight, and our life was full of change. We moved a lot, always trying for better. He worked a lot, so we were home alone. He was a chef. He was a chef, so growing up, With him, we had great meals and could cook a mean supper at a young age. He was a fun dad, always taking us to the mall, doing small things to spoil us, and bringing us to family functions. This was important to him. He's a family guy. He will always be there for you, family and friends. When I, mother, to my daughter, I do all the things that I wanted done to me. I'm basically giving my child what I feel like I missed out on or didn't get enough of. Things like pillow talk and snuggles, whispering secrets, braiding hair, although my dad could put sponge rollers in my hair so I looked like Shirley Temple, and I loved it. Doing makeup and nails and being pretty. I lay with her in the night when she's had a bad dream. Stroke her hair when she's had a hard day. My dad would sing, que Sarah, Sarah. And so do I. I let her cry and have a moment. Help her make good choices with food, clothes, hair, and hygiene. She needs me like we need a person. To you, it might be your mother. To me, it's my friends and my dad and my Auntie Kathy. Depending on the circumstances. Since I've grown... And as I come into my own spirit and my own sure-footedness, I feel like I get to choose. I get to choose to be with this person or that person. I get to choose if I reach out to my mom. Am I prepared for the non-responsiveness back again? 
I get to choose to spend time with people who matter to me, whether it's a friend from work, a long-distance call that lasts all night long, a text message that comes with lasers. These are the people who respond back, who care that you are there. They matter to you, and you matter to them or this person. I love my mom. I'm here for her. She's a soul that is lost. Her mother, Valerie, died when my mom was 16 years old. This changed her forever. She's never been the same. Losing her mom at such a tender age, coming into womanhood, being in high school in the 60s and 70s, and then having a baby at 19. To this day, when she talks about her mother, she cries with sorrow. It weighs heavily on her. It's fresh. She can be engaged and warm and loving. When I have her in this moment, I want to savor it. And I have good memories with her. Lots of laughs and pictures. One day, she'll come back again. So for all of you moms and sisters and aunties and grandmas, all of you moms are amazing. Let people know that they matter. Every girl wants to matter to their mother, to their mom, to their mummy, to their mama. Until next Tuesday, have a happy Mother's Day with whoever you choose that matters to you. Happy Mother's Day, moms, and many others. I would like to share a tiny note for, like, all the moms, but especially my mom. It goes like this. Happy Mother's Day. Have a wonderful time with your family and spending great time in Banff. And having great times in Banff. Banff. Jeez. (laughs) Well... Today, um, I've had some very good experiences through my years with my mom. So I'd like to say a big thank you for everything that she's done for me and all of the sweetness she gives to me whenever I say, whenever she says, Oh, can you clean Tommy's cage? We'd usually discuss, okay, well, 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 okay, well, well, sir, do well, sir, do it, and then we'd make up a consequence if we didn't do it and stuff, and we'd pull it together and stuff. Well, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'll say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the moms to be this nice to the kids. Well, thank you. Bye. Test, 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 Well, that was me, okay? London Moss. Yes, mom's daughter that does the show, Valerie's Variety Broadcast. Well, um, I would like to say to Grandpa Mike, um, since you're coming out um, this weekend, 
I would like to say thank you for making some time and, well, I'll see you many other times. And to um, my aunties, my mom's aunt and my aunt, my great aunt, um, Maureen, thank you so much for being such a good um, aunt to me and my mom. And thank you for when you came and you helped my parents with, you know, um, you came here and you sent me for a few days. That was really sweet of you, so thank you. And to all the moms and dads and whoever takes care of the kids, thank you so much. This is really an opportunity for every kid in the world to have a parent. And, yeah. That's all I really have to say except one more thing. If you should just believe in yourself. If your parents have a different dream for you but you have your own, just believe in that. You can have your own dreams and that can never change. But what I would like to say most of all is thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that listens to this podcast. Supporting my mom and supporting all the We are supporting all the people you guys have, and thank you so much. We we just can't thank you enough. Well, I guess I've said too much, but I just, just, I had to say that. Well, um, see you next Tuesday at Valerie's Variety Podcast. Thank you to London, who so naturally can take over the microphone. She was busy working on her chores while I was trying to sneak this episode in. I asked if she wanted to share any comments about Mother's Day, and she sure completed this episode perfectly. Thank you, London. See you next Tuesday, everybody. And thank you, Mom, for letting me be on the show. Thank you, everyone. valeriemoss.ca for more information.